This is Carmel Bear, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Thanks, Carm. It is Tuesday, uh, January 11th, 2022. Holy shit, it's uh, lighter outside than it's been for most of our prior pods. We're finally getting to the point where daylight is a bit longer than it is shorter. We got the little retrospective for you tonight. Nothing too flashy, nothing too special. Just us looking back on all the shit we've talked about and maybe even looking forward a little bit, taking some clues from the past and how that's going to bring us into the future. So I'd say it's a happy occasion. Walters, let's go ahead and bring us in uh, another time. Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. With your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle grants. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. everybody and welcome to the hidden oaks Ordos football fix podcast you know what it is we got a discord we got a voicemail box we got an email thank you levi Oki, segment start times all that stuff josh we don't need the fluff these people have listened to 25 other episodes this season starting in march or april or whenever we did our first one for season four so i mean they get it they know what's going on but what they don't know yet josh is how are you doing how are you doing pal i'm going good That's it. That's all you I, got. Just I, doing good. I mean, the people that listen to this already heard it, but uh, obviously, um, I'm having a hard time after getting the first dose of the vaccine because it hasn't fully settled in yet, um, and so I can't put any metal near my mouth or it picks up receivers from uh, different frequencies. Oh so, no! That's uh, but what kind yeah. of frequencies are we talking? AM, FM, maybe a little like XM, Sirius Radio, dude. You getting that for free? No, 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 no. This is a government scheme. Um, frequency so it's obviously am um like npr um you know cnn after dark type stuff <laughs> where it's literally just uh literally just fan fiction of uh hillary clinton and uh, bernie sanders um and so yeah i try not to do anything i i had to go out and buy a bunch of plastic forks just so i could eat yeah i mean that's um, respectable so. i get it i understand where you're coming from I mean, hear anything good on CNN After Dark? Like, who hosts that? Um, it's actually, yeah, it's Rick, Morgan Freeman. It's Morgan Freeman's voice, but they use it. They, like, cut words from all the speeches he's done and put it together. So it's kind of choppy because okay. he didn't want to sign on to read that sort of smut. I mean, I understand. I mean, he's a, he's a respectable man. He deserves uh, to only do jobs he wants to do and to not not have to put up with bullshit he doesn't. So, I mean, I, I respect it. Morgan Freeman's a national treasure. An international treasure, I'd say. A planetary treasure, even. Yeah. yeah. How are you, Gar? Oh, Josh, I didn't think you were going to ask. Boy, have I had a day. No, my day is actually pretty good, other than just uh, my computer deciding to update right before the show started. And then I, you know how it says uh, Windows is, or getting Windows ready or whatever, do not turn off your computer? Well, let's just say someone didn't listen, and then I caught myself in a boot cycle, and it's all my fault, and I did bad things, but uh, we're here now. So, uh, but day's been good. Has not. I've been back to reality, kind of, after Mexico. I pretty much spent an entire month in the cities. Obviously, I wasn't there for a full month. Um, I came back once or twice, but I was pretty much spent most of my time in the cities for the past month, so this past week has really just been, you know, me back to reality, so to speak. So, it's kind of nice getting back into the grind after the 
you know the special occasions over the holiday season so i'm doing pretty good i'd say all things considered gotta get back into playing halo though hot diggity dog all right next up we have fan tasty zone brought to you by key boosters sky busters space race it's at his place let's go sky busters (laughs) Josh, are you sure you're in the right career path? I think you'd be fine doing slogans and this and that versus uh, <laughs> uh, what, what is it? Career vocational counseling? I don't, I don't know what your official title is, but yeah, no, um, career counselor, vocational counselor is is my technical title. Um, I I prefer to refer to myself as fun champion, and so. Uh, my business cards are, they've been in the process for a few years now. Apparently, there's been some issues with the printer. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, do you have any food or drink sponsors for us tonight, Josh? Well, I have some decent tap water um, in, a, in a big old bottle of water because uh, I was instructed by the person giving me the vaccine that alcohol is not a good liquid to drink after getting it. Boo. Drink water. Yeah. Uh, she also wanted to let me know that uh, you can't flush the vaccine out of your system by drinking excessive water. Uh, so not to do that. And I just kind of looked at her and goes, yeah, I know the song. None of those things are connected in that hip bones connect to the leg bone. It's not. Yeah. Um, and then I have three peanut butter filled pretzels left um, after waiting 28 minutes to get to this moment okay well i do apologize josh i think we had a pretty good track record this year so the fact that we really only had other than the you know a beginning of the season fuck up when the video didn't work um only we've only had like one fuck up since then and i've done it from mexico i've done it from a little microsoft surface i think everything's okay all right so i think i'm allowed some errors here and there uh, but anyways i've got moving on to me because josh is done talking now moving on to me i've got a kirkland brand chewy protein bar 10 grams of protein also uh mixed in with a bunch of fucking chocolate so it's definitely not healthy for you but it tastes good and tonight's a special occasion, Josh. It's the uh, season four retrospective. So I cracked out uh, one of these peach flavored iced tea that Audio Al sent me like a case of last year. And I know these things are supposed to expire, but expiry dates are fucking hooey anyway. So ah, these things are delicious, and I like to save them for special occasions, like I said. Um, stuff in the Discord. I was asking people about Black Monday, Josh. Um, we, we can talk about the. Uh, off-season opt-inners in a second but what do, what do you think black monday has come and gone joe judge just got fired right before the show kind of breaking news i'm sure we're one of the first programs to talk about it but um you know it was kind of one surprise black monday but what did you think overall about the coaches uh that got canned i mean i think we all expected uh zimmer to go and spielman was kind of on the fence he ended up going even after looking for replacement coaches which was awkward um yikes uh, Flores was kind of that big shocker, I'm assuming, in, in your eyes. Uh, yeah. Same here, but apparently he was causing a whole bunch of riffraff in the locker rooms, or there just wasn't enough trust there, so sure. wanted to get him out. Um, Joe Judge going, and I'm surprised he lasted this long. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I can't wait for... Uh, I can't wait for the Minnesota Vikings to bring in Bill O'Brien as GM and Joe Judge as head coach. Boy, wouldn't that Let's be a dream? Go. Right? Might as well just give the Packers 19 bye weeks, send them straight to the, you know, send them straight to the conference championship. Then you guys would be going 14 and three instead of 13 and four. You won't get that one loss every year. So, I mean, you got, you got, you got that going for you. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Zimmer was a sad deal. I legitimately shed some tears yesterday. But uh, uh, the way she goes, I mean, it's just he'd been. Uh, there was obviously when I became a football fan, it was chilly, but I wasn't really attached to him. And then Leslie Frazier didn't last long enough, I think, for the full attachment. But Zimmer was a coach for fucking eight years, dude. Pretty much my entire adult life. He became a coach when I was 19, I think, if the math adds up. So that's a long fucking time, Josh. I appreciate it, Zim. We've talked about it. I've talked about that a lot, though, and how you know football to me has kind of moved past just wins and losses. And Zim made me proud to be a fan and this and that. So it's the way she goes. We're on to something. Uh, we're on to something different. We'll see. Um, but we'll talk about that in a future podcast, probably once uh, once this isn't so fresh and once uh, some new people actually get hired and are going to start running the show. We'll, we'll talk about that then. But um, no new massive polls, so we'll move on to talking about the offseason opt-inners. Josh, I put in the notes. Can you come up with a better name? Uh, it doesn't look like you've typed anything. Have you ID? Are you anything? lying? Oh, yeah, oh offseason optimist. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, because you know I thought about that and I was just like, you know. This is going to be, no matter who's in this group, I'm going to guess Audio Al, and you guys finished, I don't even know, what did you guys finish, 8 and 8? Eight? 8, eight and one? 9. 8 and 9? You guys finished 8 and 9, probably you know, not bringing back the same team 100%, bar is gone, but Audio Al is going to come into the chat and go, this is our year. From the moment the Super Bowl ends... To the moment you guys get eliminated in week 12 next season. That's all we're going to hear. So off-season optimism or optimists. Obviously, Josh, you didn't listen to Leeson. You didn't listen to uh, Mark Wilf's press conference. He expects his team to be very competitive in 2022. So you just, Mark, you, you, you know, you be careful. You might regret these statements later, pal. Yeah, competitive what? In the locker room on their ping pong table? All right. Uh, but yeah, the whole reason we brought that up is if you'd like to join our little ping... Uh, basically what's it like an email list or a ping list for when we're having little discussions in the off season uh let us know and we'll add you to that list and i don't know how often we'll ping obviously we'll be talking about the playoffs and we'll be talking about free agency what that's get once that gets going so uh if you want to be in on the chit chat let us know plenty of people have already let me know i just haven't created the role yet in discord because we're going to use at everyone one more time probably thursday or friday just remind people about this podcast and then and then you're free until late April when the draft happens and we have our little draft spectacular or whatever we do next year. So if you'd like to be on that list, thank you. And thank you one more time to Skybusters for sponsoring um, for sponsoring the Fantasy Zone all year long. And then also for already re-upping his sponsorship of this segment for next year. So Skybusters is very loyal. Um, I mean, I guess we'll have to have this segment next year or we can just move him to sponsoring a different segment. But um, we'll talk about that a little bit later, I guess. But oh, I think you requested this one, didn't you? so we wouldn't want to you know don't want to upset our literal one or you know our biggest sponsor not literal one we've had a couple other sponsors but yeah yeah i'm surprised nobody wants to sponsor the uh, fantasy fun time you know maybe have a say in what game we play because of it and all that stuff but no they 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 don't want to touch it i guess or sponsor the fay farf yeah yeah i don't know just uh it's almost like people don't want to pay for a very very below average podcast but um yeah thank you skybusters for the fantasy zone we'll move into our 272 closure josh we really haven't touched on this at all since we did it uh in the preseason i think we usually bring it up more often but we also had less general nfl chit chat this year just trying to cut down on time and this and that so we didn't talk about it much but we before the season started predicted all 272 regular season nfl games and it was a fucking hot 
Josh, uh, I went through, and I, I guarantee there's some errors in there, so don't think that I did a really, really hard job. I stayed up late Sunday night getting it all done just because once I started, I wasn't going to stop. But um, how have we done? Have you got a chance to check out the spreadsheet yourself? How good are we? Who's better, me or you? And kind of <laughs> do you regret doing this every year? Have we made a mistake by making this a bit? I enjoy it every year. I don't enjoy the whole, like, uh, maybe maybe not doing every game as a breakdown, but overall records as a breakdown, which I think is kind of what we've transitioned to slightly. Um, obviously, you'd have to go through every game to make sure you don't double double up on some, because that's how that's how they cheat on uh, NFL Network. They they go through each team individually, and some of those teams win against teams that they already lost to on their other predictions. So I'm on to you guys. Right, uh, you pre- haven't haven't responded to my letters yet, but I'm sending more. Right. I mean, we have integrity on this show, so that's why we go through every single game, like you said, to make sure we're not doubling up and this and that. Because it's what we no, believe do we, in. Do we have integrity? Oh, we do have I? the most integrity. Well, okay, good. we should. Okay. Um, I mean, overall, a decent outcome. I mean, 272 is a lot of games, and it's done before you know the season starts, so injuries play a role in it. And, and it looks like, for the most part, we got close to where they'd be at i think with the exception of cincinnati uh, i think we both faded cincinnati in oh, our yeah. prediction big league dude um and and that uh as as we all know that ended up um coming back to bite us in the butt um but uh who could have seen joe burrow come out there and play like he did after the offensive line got no help um other than that i don't see anything that's like a huge discrepancy maybe cleveland we both had a, having a winning record and they finished eight and nine um, but yeah. I mean, what was your, so I went through and I went, the, by every division, uh, what was your best division? What was your worst division? And obviously if I did it by division, it's also breaking down, broken down by conferences. Um, who was your best conference, worst conference, best division, worst division? Why do you think that is? Well, NFC North was my best, um, probably because I'm so, fam- I'm more familiar with it. Um, although it was really close to the NFC South. And uh, and then the AFC East was kind of the next one there, NFC West. Uh, definitely better than the NFC. Um, only had a 33.5 point or 33.5 differential on that. Um, so it was kind of, you know, hit and miss. I, don't, I think I only had one or two teams that I nailed right on the head as far as their overall record goes. Um, so not, not ideal, um, but um, had five within one. Um, you know, and then seven within two, six within three, eight within four, one within five, one within seven. That was Cincinnati. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, I'm not too disappointed with it. Probably not going to go put it on the fridge. Uh, my worst division was the AFC North. Just like I said multiple times already, the AFC or the bleh, Cincinnati Bengals shocking the nation. Um, how about you, Gar? What did you notice about your results? Yeah, I was I was having you talk because I was stalling slightly. I'll uh, I'll talk one more thing about your results before I move on to myself. For what for some reason I didn't sum up all the games we got right just week to week, and I think that's something valuable as well. 
So out of 272 weekly games, Josh, you guessed 172 of the individual games correctly. So just raw raw data, you got 63% uh, of the games accurate. That's pretty interesting to me. So 172 out of 272. I'd say that's pretty so not that's bad. So that's passing. Yeah, definitely. D's get degrees, or at least D's get diplomas, I think, uh, might be the official saying, because uh, I think C's get degrees in college. So it depends on your, your threshold here. But yeah, definitely, definitely passing in high school, no question about it. Um, um, but moving on to me though, Josh, uh, like you said, I think, um, week to week, you definitely did better than I did predicting the games. Um, but, uh, when it came to overall record, I think, you know, if you were to add up all the differentials from what you predicted to what their actual records were, I think you had like 85 total games different and I only had 65 totals different. So I wasn't as good at the week to week. You definitely had that down pat, whether it was aways and home games or divisionals or whatever, you knew what was going on there, but I just, I had a slightly better feel for where the teams are going to finish up. Or maybe I just took less bold predictions and put more people in the middle so the differential could be less either way my differential ended up being a little bit less um moving on to the divisions my best division actually for whatever reason was the afc east um i had miami dead on or i had excuse me i had new england dead on at 10 and 7 i had miami and the jets only off by one game and buffalo only off by two games so that's only a total of four uh four in the differential of games to record so that was pretty close my next best was the nfc north which like you were talking about it's what we're most familiar with um but i was off a half game there i blame detroit for getting a tie fuck them should have been a loss <laughs> or a win i guess i don't know what my what my guess was just looking at this but i um so interesting that afc east was actually my best my worst by far was the um nfc east um i really did not peg dallas for how they do i thought they'd do i think i had them doing better than that maybe worse um and then washington football team i know i was really high on them and then philly and the giants were surprises as well so and just had really no answer for the NFC East for whatever reason. Um, but breaking it down between the conferences, uh, week to week, I was actually exactly, I don't know if you've looked at that yet, but week to week from NFC to AFC, I had the exact number of games correct, both between the NFC and the AFC. So that's actually kind of weird. I checked the math on that or the formulas on my little equation there three different times. Um, but I guess the exact same number of games correct for the NFC and the AFC just week to week. And then in the differential, I was only two more games more accurate the nfc and the afc so i'm not going to say i'm really good at predicting either conference but in terms of which conference i'm better with it was actually almost equal within two games is very very close so um whereas you specialized more in the nfc i was actually pretty down the middle between the nfc and the afc and i think that's pretty neat Looks, yeah. like, looks like you're doing some math there, Josh. How's that going for you? Well, I was just trying to find out your actual percentage because you gave me mine, but I don't sure. know how you got that number because no. you did this work. That's all good here. I can do it. Um, anything else you found? What do you think threw off the most? You said we fa- we both faded Cincinnati, um, and so that was obviously a big part of it. But um, what do you think? Obviously, we can't predict injuries and this and that, but where else do you think you might have gone wrong, or where else are you really proud of yourself for getting it exactly right? Um. Well, I would... I faded Atlanta quite a bit uh, just because of all the pieces that they lost. And then Denver, um, I didn't expect to get seven wins and they got, you know, seven wins. Um, Those were kind of the big shockers. I am proud to announce that uh, um, I was fairly accurate on my New York Jets prediction. Um, And I'm, I'm a little upset Detroit didn't get five wins. The Packers handed them one at the end there. Um, 
trying to think. I'm trying to look through it here real quick again. Um, I had I had a few teams getting 15 wins. That obviously didn't happen. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that Cincinnati one's kind of disappointing when I look at it now. It's like, oh. I mean, we both, we both faded him. It was conventional wisdom. We were both like, oh, they didn't draft an offensive lineman. What a bunch of fucking idiots. Joe Burrow's going to break, blow up his knee again. Jamar Chase won't be that good. Jamar Chase is, in fact, that good. The offensive line didn't matter as much. So, I mean, it's not like you were alone. I was I was five games off on Cincinnati. So, it's just kind of the way she goes. Yeah, and then Philly was another one that I had faded that actually they had a winning record somehow and made the playoffs. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, fun times. I'm not good at this anymore. Well, you still did better than me. I figured out my percentage. I only guessed 163 games, right? My percentage was like 60%. So it beat me by about 10 games. Uh, but we can move on. That's a fun little exercise we do. Not not too valuable. Um, we'll see who ends up winning the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Most of our most of the top teams made it like we thought they would. And I had the Raiders making it, so I'm proud of myself for that. So go Raiders. Uh, but we'll move on to the fantasy fun time, Josh. And we actually haven't had fantasy fun time most of the year because we, we you know, we were g- again gutting things and we were just trying to do um, good on our time. And so we only did the podcast play along versus the full fantasy fun time like we used to. But um, I figured <laughs> we'd talk about our grain of salts for just a second. I know I've mentioned it before on the pod, but you actually quit doing your grain of salt about week six. That's how disgusted you were with your fantasy season. Um, did, other than the best ball, you didn't make any playoffs, right? You didn't, you, did you win any money from any of your leagues this year? I won a side bet. <laughs> you got, you got five bucks. That was your claim to fame. Yep. Well, if it makes you feel better, you invested way less money in fantasy. So you, you lost less than I would have had. I had the same results as you. I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse, but. Nope. All right. Well, I'll talk about mine for a sec. I ended up winning one league that got me six hundred dollars. I came in second in the Hidden Oaks League. Like we've talked about, that was one fifty-five. Also won a side bet in the BSB. Um, well, and I won my first side bet in the Redraft League. So that's where the one fifty-five comes from. So I pay, paid in four forty-two in the fantasy this year, and I'm walking away with seven sixty-five. So I'm netting three hundred twenty-three dollars. That's pretty sweet. Getting a first and a second place finish obviously feels good. Two of my leagues I'm tanking in. One one was a season-long plan. To tank and one i decided to tank in after six weeks which was very disappointing but it's nice to be able to get a win especially in my most expensive league that can definitely carry me through the the rest of the financial commitment i made so i'm happy with that um overall um using the intellectual property of josh allen bunker my most dominant league if i was just playing every team every week was the deflate these balls i would have won 11 111 matchups and only lost 43 so that's 72 percent of my matchups and then my second most dominant was the league I won, which is the Jerome Bettis League. I would have won 87 games and lost 39, so it's about 69.05% uh, domination there in the regular season. So overall, not too bad. Most of my other leagues were right down the middle, and then the one league I did really bad in, that's when I just started to tank because I just knew my team wasn't uh, up to snuff. So uh, pretty good yeah. season. Hopefully, Josh, you'll be able to sit here and talk about your accolades next year because I feel like two years ago I did pretty good, and then uh, last year I stunk, and then I feel like two years ago you were um, not as great. Last year you obviously had a really good fantasy season, so I think you and I just might switch off every other year, and we don't want to glory hog each other, so we just let the other have it. Uh, two years ago I was actually okay. I I think I came out on top in a few leagues, um, and then last year I had a solid year as well. So. Um, 
Yeah, right, I Josh, think I have it. a two-year, one-year off. Yeah, two years on, one year off. Um, so hopefully I'm on the uh, the come up now. Uh, gotcha. Should we move on to our studs and duds prediction? Yeah, this dude, is let's... one that I was actually kind of shocked to look at. <laughs> yeah, it was another thing we hadn't really talked about throughout the season because we didn't do studs or duds during our regular weekly show. Uh, but I just talked a lot, Josh, going through my grain of salt and uh, how good or bad we are at fantasy. So why don't you go through and talk about the studs and duds because you did way better than I did. Spoiler alert, I fucking stunk. Yeah, no, I of the eight players that we picked, my only two that did not hit were my stud pick and Mac Jones. Um, probably doesn't help that he had a game where he only threw the ball three times. Um, and then my uh, Juwan Johnson pick, where he and he was inactive for a few games, apparently. So, um, But overall, um, I won't go into the details because I think we usually go back and forth on our details as far as who we picked, their projections and actual, correct? Yeah, and we, I mean... We don't have to get that nitty-gritty into it. I did really bad. You did really good. I know we're trying to get out of here before around six just so. We don't have to go crazy, but I figured I just want to let you give the chance to brag about how good yeah. you did compared to how bad I did. Yeah, no, I was going to look. I forgot to do it, and I won't. Uh, do I want to pull it up? How about you talk about how bad you did, then I'll pull it up just so I can have some fun. Absolutely. Um, so I picked my stud picks. This is how bad I did in this contest this year. So I, I remember. Hold on. I'm going to. I had a mouthful of granola bar. Sorry. So I remember in the offseason, I was talking about taking big swings. When Josh and I were doing this bit in the preseason, I was like, this year I'm going to take big swings. So my quarterback was Sam Darnold. Through the first three weeks, that looked like a fucking solid pick. Maybe through the first five weeks, Sam Darnold was killing it. Had a bunch of rushing touchdowns, and then obviously we all know what happened after that. Tony Jones Jr. did not work out as the Alvin Kamara backup. Joshua Palmer... Uh, was one of my bright spots. He had an okay season. Mike Williams did not get hurt like I predicted, though. So Joshua Palmer was only barely a stud. I wouldn't consider him much of a stud, just technically through the game we play he was. And then Mo Alley-Cox did 20 above his projected. So in my differential between what they're projected and what their actual was, I actually got a negative 83.15 points in the differential. So I did really bad on my stud picks. And then for duds, I picked Lamar Jackson. He was not a dud. Or no, he was a dud compared to his projection. Uh, but I picked Jonathan Taylor as a dud. And everyone knows he was anything but dudley. I picked Devonta Adams, and he got pretty much what he was projected. And then TJ Hawkinson fell off just slightly, but I'm sure that doesn't help that Tim Boyle or whoever was starting a bunch of games in Detroit. He was also on the IR the last, like, five weeks. Right, which is a factor. Um, But, yeah, I just did god-awful. Jonathan Taylor was the one that hurt me the most, but Sam Darnold was also a big pain in my side, so I stunk. Josh, are you ready? Uh, Yeah, so for mine, I had, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Mac Jones, who uh, missed his projection by 25 for a stud quarterback. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson was my stud running back. Um, he outscored his projection by 42 and a half. My stud wideout was Alan Lazard, or the alien lizard, as we call him in our household. Um, he outscored his projection by 52. Um, and then my stud tight end was Jawan Johnson, um, who was eight points below his. Um, that gives me an overall net of 62.35. Uh, to show you how studly Alan Lazard was this season, uh, he finished the season with equivalent points in the same ranges as individuals such as Cortland Sutton, Cedric Wilson, DeAndre Hopkins, Roby Anderson, Elijah Moore, Robert Woods, Jarvis Landry, Emmanuel Sanders, Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown. So Lazard well, actually had a solid season. There. Yeah, right? Um, as far as like Ramondre goes, he, you know, I thought that he showed some good games. 
Um, he definitely helped me get a win in one of my leagues where I got more than one win. Um, so thank you, Ramondre. Um, Gar, do you want to go on to your duds? Oh, you did your duds, didn't you? Yeah, I went um, through them all because I didn't know how long you yeah. would need. Yeah, so for my, uh, for my duds, as Gar mentioned, I was the kiss of death. Um, and so I apologize to anybody who had these players on their roster. Uh, so my worst dud prediction was Dak Prescott. Um, he was a dud, um, but he and he out or yeah, he didn't hit his um, target points by pro- about twenty seven. Um, and so, and you know the reason I asked if you were doing you know week eighteen and stuff, Gar, is because he ended up getting the five touchdowns in the last week. So he could have taken thirty five points off of that total. Um, since Cheater. Only, only chaos is brought on by having a final week championship uh, <laughs> my dud running back was Saquon Barkley uh, um, he he was 130 uh, one points below his projection um, he struggle bust um, I don't I see him falling out of the first maybe even out of the second round next year just because of that um, maybe not the second out of the first for sure though uh, my r- wide receiver gave up partway through the season i had kelvin ridley as a dud he was 204 points below his projection um and then darren waller just you know i said during the the initial podcast i picked him because i picked him um and so obviously he had to be a dud um and he was 108 points below his projection um so it was a fun time Uh, my duds netted me 470 points and so my overall total of point differential for studs and duds was 532.2 in the positive yeah, and mine was what? Like, I've already pick, clicked away from the sheet, but mine was like negative 80 or something. I just did so bad. Negative 60. Oh, God, dude. It stinks. It stinks to think about. But yeah, that's what we did. We'll do that again next year. And Josh, you absolutely murdered me this year. Maybe we'll have to start playing for a prize. Maybe I'll care a little bit more if we play for just a little bit of something, a little bit of stakes. But dollar um, points starting this year? Maybe. Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, not where you're going to put up 500 on me. No chance. Maybe a penny a point. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are our season long studs and duds. Josh, have you got nothing else? I'll keep us moving here. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll go ahead and talk about the podcast play along real quick. I know we talked about it every single week, so don't need to reflect too much, but I just want to give credit where credit is due one last time, uh, for the week 18 contest. Nikita actually had a really, really high score. Definitely a top 10 score in the, for the year long contest or the season long contest for sure. She got 177.28. It wasn't enough to get her anything. I think she might've snuck into the top 10 with that, but, uh, wasn't enough for any prizes. Elena got a 138.96 and then Cody, uh, Carl Bear's alt account got 131.22. So congrats on the top three scores from week 18 the standings hadn't changed in uh, quite a few weeks Derek I know had increased his lead a little bit in second but we've had Larissa in first Derek in second and David in third for quite some time and that's how the contest ends so just a big shout out uh, Larissa whether you were smart enough to make all the football picks yourself or smart enough to find someone uh, to make the picks for you you still won $140 regardless Um, I know we've questioned Jesse a lot on uh, how he gets all his football picks so um, you know I I don't feel unfair questioning her either Uh, Derek comes in second he's always been a a pretty good football mind he wins 50 bucks and then David he he gets his $10 back so not a bad little $10 adventure for the whole season then get your money back after 18 weeks of fun 
So thank you everyone for playing with that. And we will play a different game next year, um, whether it's guillotine or best ball or whatever, we'll figure it out. Could do studs and duds or locks and upsets again, but those ones are pretty manual. So if I have to do that all by myself, that's way less appealing to me, but we'll talk about that later in the off season, uh, next preseason, whatever. So thank you everyone. Yeah, for and playing. I like the idea of keeping, I like the idea of having uh fan duel against two, you know, having two fantasy fun times. Not, I would be fine with that because I enjoy the fan duel a lot. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, if there's enough people that want to play it, I don't want to take it away. It's just the whole idea is to try and keep it fresh and keep people engaged. But if we have enough players every year, or even like even just like 10 people who want to do it, I won't say no. I think maybe 10 would be my minimum. We can go up to 20, but I'd say as long as we've got 10 people playing, I'm down. I'm, I'm in for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we'll move on to the Hidden Oaks highlights, Josh, and I will give you a second here. We're not going to talk about uh, any league results or any league matchups anymore, but we will go ahead and talk about the survey results from the league, and there's nothing too sexy to talk about here, uh, but if you don't have that Word document pulled up, I'll give you a chance to do so right now. Um, I know there's a bunch of Word docs in there, but this one is, the, you want to pull up the 2021 HO Redraft Exit Survey results, not the pod section one, just so we can kind of skim through it real quick. I don't know if you have all those pulled up yet or not. I got it. All right. Um, so the first question I always ask is, did you have fun? It's, it's a very simple one, but it is important to me. I've talked, I've had this discussion with Josh a lot. I think my most, what I think my most important job is as a commission is that people have fun because this is the game. It's supposed to be fun. I know there's some diehards in this league and probably some diehards that listen to this pod's like, it's about winning. It's about competition. I don't see it that way, at least not with this league and this group of people. So, um, you know, 85% of the people said they had fun. One person said they were indifferent and one person said they did not have fun. I'm not going to out whoever said they did have fun but i'm reaching out to them and seeing what's going on maybe they're just joking i don't know but most leagues having fun and that's what's most important to me um someone said there's too many injuries and no options to recover from uh them with the within the player pool so that's something we could talk about in the off season but uh josh was that you josh no okay um did you have fun this year josh were you one of the fun respondents i thought i said indifferent that's possible Hey, it's better than not fun. So, um, And then I asked about yeah. the scoring change, Josh. You want to go through that question real quick? You can take the next two questions. They're simple, but just the question and the result. Oh, and just to clarify, I said I'm indifferent, uh, not because I didn't have fun, but because I always put indifferent on that one. You go um, for and it. So, yeah, number two, with the scoring change from 0.4 points to 0.5 points a yard, um, what did we think? Um, I don't have numbers on mine, but out of the 14 responses, um, we had 64% say they didn't even notice and or are indifferent. Um, and then 357 say that they like to change. So I think it's safe to say that we are going to actually revert that back to oh, 0.04 points. <laughs> A yard nah yeah it was just a little a little bump we gave to the to the passers just to make quarterbacks a little more important and i you know obviously i worked that into my draft strategy that's why i took josh allen so high and i, I ended up in the championship game i didn't win but um you know i did lose end up losing to a mobile quarterback still but just something to think about for next year and obviously no one said they didn't like it either they're either indifferent or they liked it so that's obviously something that's going to stick around and then the next one josh live draft seemed to be a hit you should have numbers on that one uh, yeah, uh, zero people said that on a scale of one to five, what their experience was. Zero people said one or two. Uh, one person said three. Uh, four people said four. And then nine people said five. Um, I believe I I might have said three, um, but it was once again because that is the different option. Um, I don't know for certain. Um and so then if there's anything we could do to improve draft day um, or the draft system going forward, um, we had somebody say more space, less rain, and less wind. That was me. Um, have everyone actually show up or be available. 
looking at UT, was much better this year with the shot clock. Um, maybe. Uh, Range provides beer. Sorry, Jesse, not going to happen. Um, I might be golfing. Is Kevin in the league? That's nah. T. T was golfing. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Get everyone to actually show up. That's not going to happen. Uh, loved it. It was much quicker. Thanks, Brian. Um, side bet ideas. If you have any fun ideas for future weekly contests or side bet, please put them below. Uh, same game score closest to previous week score. Um, I'm going to Englishize that for you guys and say kind of closest to pin. So whoever scores the closest uh, number of points to their previous week's total, that is a winner. I thought we did that one this year. Um, I could be wrong. Um, getting carried. This is a new and unique one that requires us to do math. So not so sure how you feel about it. But uh, <laughs> the two highest scoring players accounting for highest percentage of overall team score. Um, so that's an interesting one. I think Nikita would have won that every single week with uh, Herbert and Eckler. <laughs> sure. um, but uh, so that might have been her. Um, Jesse's pity week. Um, that one is um, an obvious uh, reference to Jesse's life in general. Um, and <laughs> but uh, uh, he did have that pity week side bet. Uh, not available. Less least receptions or touches. That's just sad. Um, maybe least touches and or least receptions in a win. Um, um, like them, not sure of a new idea. So thank you for your honesty. Um, with a 14 game regular season in a 14 team league, we can play everyone once using 13 weeks and then have a fun week. What would you like to see as our fun week? Be creative. Some ideas are a simple free for all where the top seven scores get a win or a rivalry rivalry week where you play your rival. Um, Maybe we tr- someone's response was an essay. Maybe we tried the rivalry week and just see how it goes. And if that doesn't feel great, try the free for all the year after. Um, somebody didn't understand the question and said those winners get to pick their draft spot for next season and not have to wait for their ball to be drawn for the draft order. Um, <laughs> how would a rival be decided? Thank you for your contribution. Uh, couples or family <laughs> matchups. I was just going to say, you don't have to read every one if you don't want. You can just skim them and see if, if there's no. actual value there. <laughs> a free-for-all works. Everyone gets a win. Now, see, that's the American way. Thank you, Bernie. Uh, free-for-all week. Then nobody plays the same team twice. Um, everybody plays the same team uh, the same time that week. Top score and low score from that week receive a prize. Cool. Um, if my team continues to be on IR, then I'm in. Uh, what? Uh, what? Um, uh, the free-for-all sounds fun. Um, any final questions, comments, or ideas for improving the league? Now is your time to speak your mind confidentially. And this is also a required field, so you might as well say, say something useful rather than waste your time typing gibberish like I am now. Love you. Uh, we had a handful of applicants say love you too. Um, guest commentators for the Fave Favre. Yeah, you know, that might be nice. Um, Gar's communication was inconsistent on a week-to-week basis. He should be better with that as a leader. Couldn't agree more. Ouch. Uh, the league seems a bit bloated, so maybe reducing ben- bench size would help this issue with so many teams. Um, we did do that once. We might, I mean, we could maybe do it again. I don't know. Uh, can my team not suck? Also, I'm going to make sure I'm either golfing or driving during the drafts. Thanks, T. Um, a couple of people said, nah, Gar has a girlfriend. Is that, was that you, Gar? Did you type that? Is there something no. you need to tell us? No, no, I mean, that's news to me. If someone knows who my girlfriend is, you know, send her home, please. I haven't seen her. Waivers reset the waiver order once playoff starts. So the seven playoff teams are a waiver priority. Yeah, nope, not going to do that. Cause I, I went in there and I started picking up players that were replacing injured guys during the playoffs. Cause I needed to have some fun. Um, 
And then the last one's probably the most thoughtful one. It says, love you, um, double header each week, um, which is a head-to-head and a free-for-all where top seven teams win each week. Uh, reduces luck and makes it more interesting in the long run. Each team has a possibility of going 2-0, and 1-1, and or 0-2 every week. Wow, that person there fantasies. Um, yeah. The second one would be some defensive scoring changes. This guy had two suggestions. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you assume it's a guy, huh? In, in our league, you know, there's only two girls. It's it's 12 out of 14 chance. The, mo- so, yes. the most thoughtful uh, response would once have been your th- response, would it, Josh? Uh, defensive scoring changes t- uh, to try and change something up since defenses are kind of one of those positions that a lot of leagues eliminate. Um, option A for this idea, uh, base score is zero, and you get minus one for each seven points, plus one for a sack, plus two for interceptions, plus six for touchdown, and a plus 10-point bonus for a shutout. Um, or option B would be a base score is five with the same as above, but no shutout bonus. And then they said for their third suggestion, love you again. <laughs> so, Josh, with that, I mean, there's a couple ideas for the league. Do you happen to have any other ideas for the league or anything you'd like to see different this year? Uh, just something you'll propose to the league? Obviously, I assume you are mentioning doing the game to game or the game against the media each week and some defensive scoring changes. Anything else pop into your mind since you've took this, taken the survey? Uh, no, those were the two big ones. I've talked about the doubleheader for a while. Um, and as someone who opposes change, I would be happy to see those changes. Would you be happy to see those changes without a Democratic vote? Only if I get to be the one to announce it so I feel like the dictator. <laughs> Gotcha, uh, but yeah, those are those aren't those aren't bad ideas. Well, we have our you know our rule change process. Uh, we'll go through and again we'll pro- we'll pro- propose those ideas. I know Brian had emailed at one point some sort of side pot or side game idea. I don't think that one will actually end up being very popular. Spoiler to you, Brian, but we can discuss it. You can defend yourself in the group text uh, in July sometime. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, I think we're getting to the point where we'll never get to the point where our league's perfect, but I, we're definitely getting to the point where we're probably going to have less and less ideas for changes each year once we get this thing pretty fine-tuned. And so unless new features or new whatever are introduced, I think we're going to get to the point where we're, we're, solid, we're rolling pretty good. So thanks, everyone, for taking the survey. And uh, Josh, thank you for reading every single individual response. You're the one who wanted to get out here in a timely fashion, and you just took so much more time on that segment than I had planned on. But uh, Well, I wasn't expecting you to rant about the time that I take. So you're waste more. T- I'm just kidding. Uh, you're welcome, Gar. Now, should we move on to the pod section from the two- 2021 exit survey? Yeah, well, let's. Yeah, we will. So this is that was the Hidden Oaks highlights uh, uh, segment, and we'll talk about now the podcast this is more of a podcast retrospective. So we have our league members in the league member survey. I send out every year. There is a small podcast section. That's that one's only three questions, and then for the you know the couple other people that aren't in our league that took the podcast, that one or that listened to the podcast and took the survey, that one's like ten questions. So it's a little bit of a different pool. But yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about some podcast retrospective stuff and um, what were some of the people saying in the. Uh, uh, from the league about our podcast josh uh from from our league we had a few people oh i clicked on the wrong thing hang on one minute here uh to hear josh complain about life <laughs> that's why i listen to uh such fun i like podcasts nothing better in my life too hard to set aside the time i didn't listen because i was participating that might have been me um i gain all my football knowledge from them thanks brian i like the banter and the god-awful hot takes i feel like that negativity is just coming from jeremy um, and then never took the time. 
Uh, so to be clear, those responses were in reference to the first question, which the first question was, uh, did you ever listen to the podcast? And there were four options. 30% of the people said they'd never listened to the podcast, which is fine. We have 14 league members, so about a third of them not listening. I mean, I get it, and that's four or five people. I mean, no no worries. Um, then 23% of people said they listened to 8 to 15 episodes. So to me, that ble- I, you know, that's a pretty good number. We put out 26, and a lot of those, you know, some of those were in the pot or in the summer or whatever. So some pretty good uh, listens still. And then, uh, you know, 46%, about half the league said they've listened to 16 or more episodes, which is pretty much a whole season, especially if they started listening in the fall until now. That's pretty much the whole deal. So at least half our league's listening to, you know, every week. And, you know, that makes me happy. And so what you were reading off there was if if you did listen, why, or if you did listen, why, but... um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of happy that at least half the league's into it. That's kind of why we started this whole thing, you know, four years ago. So, yeah. Uh, the last question here, Josh, since you've done so much reading, I asked, what can we do to make you more interested in the podcast? Some people want us to bring video back. They want celebrity guests. I don't know if they mean like actual celebrities or just people from the league, but people want some celebrity guests. Um, someone says, keep the medical minute and the Faye Favre going. So, all right, shout out to those two segments. And then someone said, give me some personal drive. <laughs> That's how we're going to get them more interested in the podcast, Josh. We have to individually give them personal drive, so I'll, I'll have to let you know who that is, and we'll we'll go attack them. Um, so one person suggested cutting back more on time, which is always possible, but I feel like we always have new ideas, and so it's always tough. Because um, if you cut too much, it's, it's like, what, what kind of podcast are we doing? But we can definitely talk about that. And then someone just said, keep up the good work. Aw, Josh. Doesn't that just warm your heart, make you all warm and fuzzy on the inside? Good. Good. <laughs> Should be great. We can strive for more next year. Um, so we had we had that other survey, Josh, and you should be able to pull that up now. We did the... I have it. Okay. Well, I'll go through the first couple, then you can go through the second couple. So I had people from outside the league who still loyally listen to the bot. Obviously, some of the more popular ones are Audio Al, Walters, Jack, um, Eric, Smicka, Air, um, uh, Carmel Bears, what I was trying to say with the last one there. So plenty of you know listeners from outside the league, and we appreciate them. And I threw out a little survey for them because I'm interested, you know, why they listen to the pod and what they're interested in as well so the first question i asked them was what was your favorite segment this year um you know two people said their favorite segment was the Fay farm and two said the medical minute so the kind of what we end our show with those are the people's favorite and then um i asked them what their least favorite segment was and uh you know three people said their least favorite was the hidden oaks highlights which i get it that's part of our league but that's also not going anywhere because <laughs> that's kind of the whole reason we do the pod in the first place and then one person said the podcast play along and maybe that's because that person couldn't participate i don't know but i don't like to speculate it wasn't <laughs> Oh, was it, was, it? it was somebody who chose not to participate because they were too busy listening to things. Oh, and okay. Well, it could be. All right. <laughs> all right, Josh. Well, those are the first two questions. Um, since you want to read every response, what were the next couple questions and how do people respond to them? Yeah. Um, how would you suggest improving our current segments? We had four responses. Um, uh, we had one person say more humor. Carmel Bear probably said more nudity. Uh, move the Hidden Oak stuff at the end so those that aren't in the league don't have to skip around. Um and then somebody said more staying on track and prep, which thanks for the insult. How dare um, you? I thought we did great. Um, maybe more fantasy takes to hear your opinions on players and matchups. Love it when it comes out in the play along picks of the week, but would love to hear more fantasy takes in the football segments at least. Um, and so thank you. I'm guessing that was Jack. Um, Why? Is it just because that's the, is, cause it's just no, the because longest response? Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, are there any old segments we should bring back? Um, I don't remember. Would need to see a list. Uh, bring back podcast play along uh, for a full season versus just the top five scores. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could do two separate pots. Um, 
Whistle song, whistle, whistle song, whistle. Uh, thank you, Al. No. Locks and upsets, or maybe each of you could just pick an upset every week um, as locks are generally easier. You know, that's a great idea. Um, what additional segments or bits would you suggest for feature? See above, also bring back video. Um, weekly QB streamer. Nude segment where everyone is nude. Thank you, Carmel. Uh, trying to find stuff to bet on uh, and count points between you two for the whole season. Not necessarily serious bets. I'm sure Vegas has some crazy stuff to bet on. I would love to put a prop bet down every week on the number of paraphernalia thrown on the field in Buffalo. Um, <laughs> how many? How long do you normally prefer podcasts to be? 50% said city minutes. So two people. Uh, one person said 90 minutes or longer. I apologize for whoever has to live with you because that is atrocious. Um, and then one person said around 45 minutes. Well, I mean, um, John, how do you okay, feel? Let's pause for a second. I, I know we're way past our time, but you don't seem to be bothered yet. But are you sitting there listening to podcasts in the open air like you're forcing your child and your dogs and your wife to listen to podcasts with you? You can't just plug in headphones or do it while you're working or like why? Why are you apologizing I'm currently, to people that live with you? I'm currently in the kitchen with recording this podcast. While Nikita and Ash are sitting there silently listening. So, yeah, I feel bad for him. Um, no, but then again, I mean, who has 90 minutes of the day where they're doing something? Yeah, I understand people drive, but ugh, if you have to drive more than 90 minutes, don't, just don't Don't you have a anything. job where you work for eight hours? Yeah, but I can't listen to things because my phone rings and I get interrupted and I get cranky. And, <laughs> yeah. Um all right, How I'll, do you feel about the length of the hood pod? Uh, two persons, two persons said it could be longer and still be fine. One person said it's still a bit long. One person said it's just about right. So I appreciate the uh, um, Goldilocks question there. Um, if you think that we waste time on a podcast, can you give examples? Not much at all. Sometimes just the transitions into next segments or Josh doing his bit on not being prepared. He knows what he's talking about, so it's not like he needs notes. But you guys having a plan ahead of time to of what covers slash what points to hit could help if you're looking for a way to save time. Too much clothing. I'd like to thank Carmel Bear for that response. Um <laughs> Here, I'll take the next couple. You've been talking a lot. Okay. I'll take the last two here. Uh, we asked our outside of league fans, is there anything we could do to make you more incentivized or motivated to give us money? Uh, the greedy greedy folks who make this podcast want to get paid. So um, one said, probably not. I'm broke slash cheap. Another person said, raise the national wage to match inflation. Uh, I'll keep I'll keep doing that at the ballot box. I tried. I, I you know I tried to. I went I went for Bernie in the what is it in the oh god. What is it? Not, it's not a caucus anymore. In the primary, there we go. I voted for Bernie in the primary, so I tried for you. Uh, another said strip, and then the last person says euros are worthless. I can throw some Doge coins your way. So, wonder um, who that was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then our final question was: any final questions, comments, or concerns about the pat- podcast and how we can improve it? One person just said, "Love you guys. We love you as well, guys." With the Z, by the way. Solid season, boys. Was another response. Um, the third response was it was more league centric this year or maybe i noticed that since i didn't do the podcast play along so um yeah we we've uh we can talk about that in a sec and then one person says champion league could get some short weekly coverage as if most if not all participants listen to the podcast and is a cool concept overall with changing rules etc so we can talk about that again as there's always this balance of we told we tell ourselves we want to cut time and then we never end up actually cutting time because we cut out old segments but then we have a bunch of new ideas and then it's you know it's always uh time always ends up washing in the end so we try to do our best we kept to an hour pretty good this year um 
And I, uh, going back to the other uh, comment earlier, someone said moving the our league-specific stuff to the end, and I purposely didn't do that because I was just trying to trick people into listening to the whole podcast since the Hidden Oaks highlights wasn't too long. But if that's what people want us to do, we can definitely put all the league-specific stuff to the end. I know that's what a couple of the other podcast rivals of ours do and i think we might have done that years ago and then i switched it up when the fate Favre came around but I'm, I'm certainly open to that we can do that if it's more convenient for our out of league listeners yeah um, and i'm always i'm always a fi- fan of just going into the more uh fantasy related stuff and just skimming on the league stuff because i agree that not many people want to listen to well not many people want to listen to us in general um, but not many people want to listen to a league stuff, even members in the league, because they're in the league. Um, so if we were to just skim on that, talk maybe about standings, matchups, embarrassing moments for people who started guys who didn't play, things like that, um, that would be something. Um, and then focus more on that, uh, you know, QB streamer, studs, upsets, football stuff. Yeah, I mean, we could certainly add stuff. Like, all, all these great, our suggestions are great, and it seems like the at least these four respondents didn't seem to have a problem with our podcast time. So, I mean, they're cutting other stuff or we're making the podcast longer. But, I mean, if everyone's okay with the length or they could say it even it could be longer, and that'd be fine. We can certainly add more stuff. It's just more stuff equals more time, so or less of the other stuff. So it's just always that equation we'll have to figure out. But instead of us rambling, Josh, just a simple question I posed to you, and I texted you about it earlier, I think. But, well, two things. First of all, what's next for the pod? I know our most of our ideation seems to come in the spring and summer but anything you've been sitting on this year that you'd like to give a go for next year any new segments or bits from your old brain or nothing yet uh, nothing at this time i don't want to spoil anybody's uh surprise in the off season but we may have a uh, statewide tour national tour oh. um and so we're gonna appreciate uh we appreciate skybusters for funding us his space race has been going quite well so we might even have an uh an outer space uh podcast um and so you know we've 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 hit from we've hit other nations we've hit other countries uh we're gonna hit other planets that'd be pretty sweet um and then i we had talked about early in the season doing some off-season pods and i texted you about it again today right now this is podcast number 96 if i haven't fucked up the numbering over 96 episodes and then it just seems like for the 100th podcast you want to do something cool so if we have you know 97 98 99 before the draft then you know podcast number 100 could be the draft one unless you don't think we should do anything cool for the 100 uh, 100th pod but what do you think about that could we do three off-season pods just talking about the Super Bowl or free agency, our new coaches or whatever, or do we just kind of stick to what we normally do, do one before the draft, and then the 100th one will be in the summer or next preseason? I think for the 100th one, we just sign on and go, number 100, yeah, and then log off. Or could we do what a lot of TV shows do and just do like a big compilation episode of our best clips from the past 100 episodes and not actually any new content? So like just an hour of silence? (laughs) Well, yeah, because our show stinks, it would be an hour of silence, but we would post an hour of silence. Like, I would post an MP3 of 60 minutes of uh, maybe some room noise, maybe a cough every once in a while. No, that would be perfect. And then maybe just uh, in the background have like a muffled, shut the hell up, Kaya. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Um, but yeah, you and I can discuss the off-season pods more as well, whether we want to do a couple before the draft, just so we hit 100 at the draft, or just leave what we want to do with 100, just because I think 100's a cool number, and it, well, there's definitely opportunity there, not that we have to seize it. But So we may be bringing you some more pods uh, between now and the draft, otherwise for sure we'll be back in the draft. But um, 
yeah that's pretty much all we hit on the podcast retrospective we love everyone for listening we thank you so much and we'll thank you one more time at the end of the show josh we would normally at this time move on to the medical minute but there was actually no medical minute this week because jamie was actually being a real life doctor she's in the icu today um and maybe the prior days as well which is the intensive care unit for those unfamiliar and uh she's like i'm fucking busy dude i was like okay you got it so I know, again, you wanted to be out of here 15 minutes ago, but I'm just going to keep, you know, taking your time and being selfish until you tell me you're fucking leaving. So um, it was a pretty good season of the Medical Minute, I think. I think it's a good bit. The fans seem to enjoy it, and we're actually learning real-life things versus you and I just hawking bullshit for an hour. So did you have a favorite Medical Minute this year, or what did you really appreciate about Jamie and the bit? I like the concussion discussion, uh, mostly because I got to just say concussion discussion, which is a nice little wordplay there, so that's fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, those are obviously not, uh, anything to laugh at, but she did a good job describing that. So I think that she should just come in and do maybe like, a a medical case, case study every once in a while, you know, maybe do like, uh, um, you know, in 1995, a shark was fighting Godzilla. I don't know. I, I don't read medical things. Sure. But you're just saying maybe some more long form opportunities for James. Is that what you're proposing? Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe instead of us doing a podcast for a bit, she takes over like halfway through and we could take a break. Right, or maybe, I mean, just a literally idea that I'm having right now, maybe if the Fave Farve's a little more dead than we'd want it to be, maybe we could do like an every other week thing where one week is like a long Fave Farve and another, or sorry, one week is a normal Fave Farve, which is normally about 20-ish minutes for us, depending on how quick we're going and how many fan submissions we get, and then another week is a Jamie Longform medical moment, so to speak, where she deep dives into something. I don't know yeah. if she could put up like, that'd be like 10 long segments. I don't know if Jamie could commit that time to it and all that research, but that's an idea Let's as well. start now. Right. That's true. Um, but yeah, so I just, I'll just say, Jamie, I really appreciate you. I don't know if you're going to listen to this podcast or not. If Hammer listens or Jesse listens, someone get the word to Jamie, even though I've already said it myself. Just let Jamie know how much I appreciated it. She's obviously a real life doctor with a whole ass baby at home as well. A lot's on her plate. And uh, she seemed to genuinely enjoy this, or at least she was lying to me via text message every time she said it. But she said she had fun doing this. So, you know, it sounds like for she'll definitely be back. And, you know, if I get my way, she'll be breaking down some stuff for us at the draft, whether it's some hot prospect coming in with an injury or whatever. But we we appreciate you so much, Jamie, and we're looking forward to more content from you. I think <laughs> it's been a hit so far, so unless you start running stale or unless you start talking about sniffing crystals and putting something in your, you know, what I don't even want, I don't really want to go where I was going to go, but we appreciate Correct you, Jamie. Them. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so, Josh, this is, uh, we'll move into the, the Fae Farve. Then, obviously, there's not an actual Fae Farve this week. Um, I just wanted to do the drawing this week to try and create some sort of excitement, but. I don't think really anyone's, unfortunately. I don't really think anyone's too excited about this uh, this drawing, but I promised the fans we'd do it, and I was probably going to order some HoodPod merch for myself anyway, so if I'm going to go through the point, if I'm going to go through the hassle of ordering some merch for me and for you, um, and maybe Nikita if she wants it, because I think significant others should get tips as well, um, we might as well give away a couple things since we're already going through the hassle. So, I mean, you've already seen the t-shirt designs. Depending on who wins this, who would you want, or what kind of t-shirt would you want if you won? If you only got one choice of the three, I know the fans haven't seen them yet, but... Um, I would want a crop top if Carmel wins. <laughs> you would want a crop top if Carmel wins? Can you explain that logic well, no, to me? Well, no, I mean, like, I would want Carmel to get a crop top. Okay. 
All right. But what about yourself? Do you, there's just like three different designs. There's like the classic, like retro baseball theme. There was the, I listened to the hood putt all year and I got this lousy t-shirt and there was uh, just, I don't know, just a cool hidden Oaks design. I don't know how to describe it, but I think the tree was on there of those three, which one do you think looks the coolest? Cause I mean, I assume um, you're going like to want the... a t-shirt. Yeah. Or no for yourself. Oh yeah. I would want the football, the hidden Oaks overdose football one. That That's probably the one that I would want the most. Uh, the baseball tee is pretty good too. Um, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd probably want the football one on it, to be honest. The All black right. and... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep, the black and green. I forgot colors for a minute. Sure. I was like, did Josh have a stroke or is this just really awkward? But okay. All right. Well, since there's not really an excitement, I was going to go through the effort of putting in like a drum roll on, but I don't think anyone really cares. But and let's be totally honest, 100% honest with ourselves here, Josh. So technically, Jordan Bates has four entries and David Cushing has two entries and um, Kyle Jeffnogger has one entry because we had him call in for the Pokemon this year. If any of those names get pulled, we're just pulling someone else, right? Like there's, we're definitely not going to let that person be the winner just because they don't ever listen and i just think it would be a disservice sure you're you you made the decision okay well i don't think jordan or david or kyle will ever hear that so unless bradley reports to kyle i think we're clear so brian's got the most chances al's got the second most but even with the 23 percent chance brian's got he's got like a 76 percent or 77 percent chance to not win so for those of you with the high amount of entries, let's not forget, there's still a great chance you lose. But without further ado, Josh, all I have to do is make this formula work and we'll draw a winner. And you're not on the sheet, so you can't verify whether I fix this or not for myself. So we're going to find out our winner here in three, two, one. And the, <laughs> the winner of the drawing is Al. Al, you'll get a nice little hat if you want it, a t-shirt if you want it, and a pennant. And if I can figure out how to source a pennant for you... Um, and I guess you could pay for more t-shirts if you want, but you'll for sure get one provided from us. And uh, yeah, congrats to Al. Al was our second most loyal voicemail leaver this year. He left just one less than Brian. So I think he left 13 voicemails over the course of the season. So Al, very, very loyal listener, very deserving winner. And he doesn't know that he won, but Al, I will uh, get your t-shirt size and show you the designs and you can pick out which one you want. And uh, we'll go from there. Appreciate you for listening and for all your voicemails. Josh, do you are you happy with Al as the winner? Or does that hurt you on the inside? I'll accept it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again so much. And uh if the Fay Farve continues to kind of trend downward, I know there are some definitely some loyal fans, but like I said, next year maybe we can do some every other week so we can uh you know just make it I don't know, somehow make it more fun, revitalize it. But I know there's definitely some fans who really love it, so we'll we'll keep it around, maybe just in a slightly different form next year. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, Josh. We'll go ahead and move into our outro here. We're right at the hour mark. I know this is way longer than you wanted to pod, but I do appreciate you sticking it out. Maybe your wife just said, yeah, you're on your own for dinner. Go fuck yourself. I don't know, but... I do appreciate you sticking it out. Is there anything else you wanted to say to the folks? You know, we might they might not hear from us until April, or they might hear from us again in February sometime or something, but any last shout-outs over a great season four? Thank you guys for listening when you did listen. Um, I love my wife. I love my son. I love my dogs most days. Um, but uh, go Pack Go.
Hell yeah. Go Pack Go. They're the number one seed they get this week off. We'll see what happens next week um, and who they have to play. If they have to play the Eagles, we all know they're going to lose. Um, I know we had over 600 plays, I think, uh, for our podcast this year, so that's incredible. I was pretty much tracking every week. It looks like our unique audience on Spotify is about 17 people, so that's pretty sweet, honestly. Um, so that's you know plenty of our league members and some outsiders too. So to have that many unique listeners every week, that just feels good. And obviously, we've never tried to make this thing big. Um, but to have those loyal people who stick around each and every week, it means a lot to both Josh and I, no matter how much we like to belittle you throughout the season. But we appreciate it. Over 600 listens is a lot. Um, and the, you know, there's a couple people who watch or listen on YouTube as well. So we just appreciate you so much. We appreciate you guys coming out. And, um, yeah, you can join us in, uh, in our Discord for the off-season optimist. We'll be talking about the playoffs and new coaches and this and that. Um, you can leave us voicemails at anchor.fm slash hoodpod, and you can always email us, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com. Josh, any sort of time estimate for your when you're going to um, open up the hiddenoaksoverdose.com or not open up but update the hiddenoaksoverdose.com, or is that something we sh- shouldn't look forward to until maybe next summer? Or the summer. Sometime. Oh, that's that's a summer project. When I get when I get to missing football, that's that's about time. You know, March, April, it's kind of a downtime. Too depressed about you know Packers being trounced in the NFC Championship game, um, and <laughs> you know just, just spring weather. Um, but then we had the draft, so then that kind of picks it back up. But yeah, that summer, you know, the June, July months are probably when it's going to be updated. Excellent. Uh, one last shout out to Brian for winning the championship. Um, if you hear from us again in February and March, those podcasts are going to be way different than this. They're not going to have all the segments. It'll be more like our bonus pods if anyone heard those this year. And maybe I'll go back and make those bonus pods free, not that anyone will go back and listen to them. But those will be much more casual conversations just talking about football and not uh, not all this pop and circumstance we put throughout the year. So thank you one last time. Genuinely everyone so much for listening thank you for those of us who gave us money this year and uh oh and uh we'll be doing some um some playoff contests i'm doing the playoff bracket thing i do every year i know both al and walters are doing their own like second season fantasy playoffs thing i'll put links for that in the discord i'll share links for both of them and for my thing so if you want to get involved in some playoff action um and you just have a hankering for gambling let us know and uh we will hook you up with the resources to do so so thank you everyone so much for listening we'll get out of here we're just over an hour josh thank you one more time for sticking it out tonight sorry for the delay but we got it done and uh we'll talk to y'all soon enough love you guys i'm by go packers So I'll go first here. Remember, it's whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. 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 A lot of pressure. And here we go.